Hello and welcome to the Amy G Experience, a weekly happening showing you how to create your life around experiences because it's the experiences that make up your life. Let's dive in. Here's your host, Amy G. Hello, this is Amy G. Welcome to the Amy G experience. I know it sounds a little self-serving, but it really is about the experiences that we have in life that really make up our life. And so um, I can only speak to really my experiences and then how what I've learned, I can then share with you so that um, perhaps uh, it would just ease your uh, life to know uh, that there's another way to perhaps do things. Like I know that we need to experience things for ourselves, but sometimes um, it's kind of like not touching the, uh, when our parents say don't touch the stove because it's hot. I know we can't help ourselves, but we do know that uh, we could um, certainly avoid the pain if we can. So that's, uh, that's what I'm here to share. Today we are talking about are you selling yourself short and what's holding you back? You know, I revisit this often because uh, if the entire world was all set and we were all leading our life that was, um, you know, uh, purposeful and beautiful and there was no challenges, although there always be challenges, um, then I would have nothing to say. But because particularly now that we are in and um, going past, not past really, because we're still in it, COVID-19 and everything that's going on, life has been a Groundhog Day experience. And so I wanted to share with you some thinking, and I'm going to quote um, our friend James Ulcher. And uh, he has a newsletter on LinkedIn that's pretty good. It's called the James Ulcher Idea List. And um, and he he's really insightful. He's done a lot. He's, um, you know, I mean, I always, I find it interesting because you can take um, some little secret gems from everyone that you um, you learn from and you know I'm not gospel to anybody uh, I am though uh, open-minded to different points of views of course so anyways all this to say that James Ulcher uh, talks about that many jobs not all are simply human domestication programs so let's kind of dive into that human domestication programs it sounds like a futuristic movie um, however, it's really interesting because he illustrates his point uh, by creating a comparison between, uh, and he had a very interesting visual, a comparison between work versus prison. And so uh, his whole analogy, and I thought that was interesting, is that if prison, so think about prison versus work. Prison, you spent the majority of the time in a 10 by 10 cell, work you spend the majority of the time in an eight by eight cubicle. Uh, prison, you get time off for good behavior. Work, you get more work for good behavior. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, prison, the guards lock and unlock doors for you. Work, you must carry a security card and open the doors for yourself. Uh, at prison, you get three meals a day fully paid for. And in work, you pay for your own meals. In prison, you can watch TV and play games. In, at work, you could get fired for watching TV. And in prison, you can get your own toilet in work, at the work environment. You share your toilet with everyone. So I thought that that was um, quite humorous. And uh, in actual fact, you know, when you look at reality, you don't have to make this stuff up. It's actually true. So 
And I think because we're sometimes so desensitized, desensitized by everything that we don't really think about our lives in, in that framework. So when we, he talks about that illustration, for me, it was a bit of a wake-up call. Not that it was um, alarming or something that was new. It's just that it, it's pr particularly now very prevalent given what we're going through and that we've been you know, social distancing and, and, um, and self-isolating ourselves that used to really have a lot, some time to reflect and think about, you know, what am, what am I doing and what's going on and how am I going to lead my life going forward because it's different. We have to do some thinking. So when he's, you know, talking about and he's sharing, you know, the work versus prison um, <laughs> analogy, uh, you know, unless you're ridiculously happy at what you're doing, this could hopefully resonate with you and, and sort of wake you up to think, wait, wait a minute, I've, I have some things I want to do. So perhaps, and likely for a lot of people right now, work has in fact crumbled beneath your feet. You know, you, you, this is an, an opportune time to reevaluate what it is that you really want to be doing. And, you know, as one that studied, I mean, I've, I've really dove into um, people at work and their engagement since the 80s um, and the idea that we still are in cubicles and forced structure and siloed thinking continues to baffle me. It's, it's unproductive, we know that it is, but really it's like drama. You know, We deal more with drama than we do with the day-to-day -day actions that we need to, to uh, carry out. And it's not unlike the work environment. You know, I'm speaking very broadly, of course, and not all companies fit into this picture, thankfully, and yet it does. It's quite real. So there must be a happier way to earn a buck. There must be. I mean, I've certainly been diligent about it in my life. It does seem to need consistent dialogue around how you know best to talk to people, uh, fellow human beings in a work environment. And even then, you know, um, being in um, corporate wellness, I had a corporate wellness company for a long time, um, decades, I, the first thing that I heard, and it was a complaint actually, I'd hear leaders in HR management say that I don't like managing people. Well, here's the thing. Uh, first thing is I wouldn't call it managing people. What are we, cattle? I mean, it's, we're not managing people. It's about relationships. It's about conversations. It's about not being fearful day to day. Uh, about not being able to say what you need to say to be innovative because you're worried that you're going to lose your job. And we all know that that can happen at any time. And it's baffling because we don't know if it's, you know, we're doing excellent work and it's threatening and they, you know, you're let go or you're not doing enough or there's too many people, there, there are so many uh, factors. So the workplace culture that have been created seem for a lot of companies to be an afterthought. In fact, su su uh, su suffice it to say, I don't even think that um, they created it. I think the culture was fallen into. And so, and um, I know going forward, there's some really wonderful companies that have really been thoughtful and uh, people come first. And yet uh, it is few and far between. And I do have spoken about this for quite a few years. But if this pandemic has taught us anything, I really believe it's, it, it gives us an opportunity to reassess where in fact we are in our lives right now and ask ourselves, what matters to me? Or you may be thinking, what are you talking about, Amy? I mean, I'm laid off. 
uh, my business folded, I'm destroyed, you know, I'll, I'll take anything to make ends meet. And yet, let's think about that, to make ends meet. Okay, so that means no matter what you're doing, you need to do it fast because you're running out of dough, you need to feed your family, you need to feed yourself. So I get it. And yet, why wouldn't you put the same amount of effort into something that you actually want to be doing? So in fact, rather than think that you need to be doing one thing, putting all your eggs in one basket, because again, we know how that works out. Focus on a number of things within the area that motivates you and go do that. You know, start to collaborate, start to speak to people. I like that um, Ultra noted in this, I hope I'm saying his name right, in the um, same article, he said that the average multimillionaire has seven different sources of income. So a job is just one. Uh, and then by, by also he notes that being an entrepreneur is just one. So the key is to try many things. So, hey, look, unless you're immune to COVID-19, I mean, unless you're immune, period, COVID-19 has definitely thrown us for a loop. We didn't expect it. I mean, who would have thought, you know, apart from the scientists and infectious disease experts that we weren't listening to years ago because they did warn us, it fell on deaf ears, that we'd be compromised, not only compromised, but locked in, locked down for months. Our livelihoods for millions of people took a massive hit. So if ever we needed strength and resiliency, now is the time. And it's, it's like we're on steroids. It's been that um, challenging. So here's what I'm suggesting if this is going to offer any support. Is, and, 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 you know, it doesn't work for everyone, but I'm, I'm suggesting it really does work for everyone. You know, it's just taking the time. To, I know that sounded contradictory, but in fact, it, people say that you know there's no co- cookie cutter for everyone, and yet uh, it has to start someplace. So I'm suggesting start to write down your ideas, ideas of what you think you might like to be doing. Brainstorm. If you're stumped, that's okay. Just stare at a piece of paper, you know, stare at that blank piece of paper until you come up with something, because something will transpire. Use that creative brain muscle because, you know, it's a muscle and it needs to be used and it'll get stronger over use. Like you will continue to use that brain in a creative way. You know, at first, again, it's staring at that blank piece of paper, you know, until you put pen to paper and start to roll out the ideas. I'll give you an example of one that was really stuck in a mindset. So a friend of mine is a class A welder. He welds anything. Guy's amazing. He started welding because he saw that those close to him, you know, family and um, relations and so forth, were all welders. So, of course, you gravitate toward that common field. It just, you know, if if your parents are doctors, if you're, you know, you're in different fields, you tend to see what's going on and gravitate toward that. Not all the time, but it happens. So welding for him paid the bills. He's great at it, and yet would rather be doing anything but welding. Anything but. Really doesn't like it. So my friend is also an incredible artist, and yet couldn't see how he could raise a family and pay the bills, and and uh, you know, and find himself in the arts because we know that that you know, there's you know, he didn't have the luxury of taking lots and lots and lots of time to hone his skill in that craft. And yet years passed, he kept welding while he worked on his creative aspirations on the side. 
So he was diligent, relentless, he honed his craft, which is amazing, you know, and it took decades because overnight success takes like 12 years. So it took him decades to realize that he could do other things to earn a buck and be more satisfied. And what it took was his mindset. His mindset before was locked on, what can you do? I weld, that's what I do. And so any concept of any other opportunity um, did not, it didn't even occur to him. So it wasn't until really he realized, wait a minute, I'm a creative. It, it was like a spark, like welding is creative. I'm creating things and I'm creating the, the other activities in my life. So fast forward, he realized that, and he started writing everything down. He realized that he could do a number of different things. He just needed to shift his mindset. He grew more confident. He wasn't convinced any further that, you know, that's all he could do as well. And years later, because it, it, it was foreign to him, um, you know, he hung around different people. He spoke to different people. He, he took himself out of his comfort zone. And that's where he realized that um, there were opportunities. Because I love this quote by Ron Guerin. He said, every one of us has the ability and opportunity for more. So I'm saying, let's choose us. Let's find ways to lead a life that inspires us, that gives us the experiences that we need to flourish, to thrive. Because if you're in, if you've ever faced survival, uh, you know, in that survival mode, and maybe you're in it right now, it is incredibly stressful. It is depressing. It's exhausting. It's fearful. And you have a feeling of hopelessness. It's a terrible place to be. And when you're in that spiral, it is really, really difficult to get out of it. You actually feel it within a depressive state that you have, you know, there, there's no way to pump you up and say, you know, or snap out of it. it that's, that's, uh, it, it, that doesn't happen. You know, I mean, people that don't haven't experienced it say words like that because they don't want you to be, um, feeling the way you feel. And yet there's gotta be some small measures that you need to do and actually to force yourself to push yourself to think about what it is you want to do, like making you a priority and take the time to explore all the opportunities that lend themselves to who you are and what you want to be doing. Reach out if you're stuck, you know, because it together we're better is not just a slogan. It always sounds like, yeah, that sounds really great. It's not, it's a mindset that you need to adopt. So I'm encouraging you to really think about where you're going. If you, if you need help, please reach out when you're listening to, um, uh, the podcast that I'm sharing with you, uh, feel free to reach out, check me out on the, um, uh, my website is the Amy G the Amy G reach out, have any questions. I'm here to help you because, um, you know, when you, when you work with people that have an understanding of where you're at and truly understand where you're at, then they can lend some support and say, because again, you only know what you know. And, um, when you're stuck, you're stuck and it's really tough to get out of it from a mindset perspective. So I hope this sheds some light on the fact that are you selling yourself short? You could very well be. And I'm here to say, don't because you've got a lot to offer and, um, and you have people to, to, um, support you. And if you don't have people to support you, like rock out of that place as fast as possible and move to people that are going to help you. And I'm one of them. So we're here to help. Thanks so much. I hope this helped. And, um, 
have, a, have the best day that you uh, possibly can. Shift your mindset, shift your life. Thanks.